0: Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in zero sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry
1: and get wild.
0: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer working out of a home office. Unfortunately, the Edmonton odor season came to an end. On Monday night at Rogers, play 6-5 overtime loss against Colorado. We've advanced on the Stanley Cup final. Just had Louis DeBrusca on the show in the first hour, second hour of the show. Momentarily, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack and Nick Kiprios out of uh, Toronto uh, with Sportsnet Radio. Second hour of orders now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software as we head off to the river Cree resort casino hotline the river Cree resort casino excitement bet on it and we welcome back to the show for canadian power pack alberta's leader in electrical construction and service electrical prefabrication and solar kevin weeks hello kevin how you doing i'm great stock what's going on how you doing oh uh, well a little bit bummed out today kind of clicked in you know the last couple days we had the uh uh the player availabilities on tuesday uh, we had jay and orders now on tuesday and then yesterday uh, jay and uh ken holland did the the main media availability mm-hmm. we had Ken on and today I, I i did domestic duties kevin which is always a sign that the season's over because i don't do anything until <laughs> the year's <laughs> end so so it all kind of it it dawned on me this morning that i didn't have anywhere to go and uh yeah. i could i couldn't excuse you know hey uh Sorry, Kath. I'm not going to cut the lawn, you know, until I can. You're not worth so. Uh, of course, of course. So, so you know what? Uh, you're on the ESPN panels, on the NHL Network panels. Give me your assessment from afar on the how the season that was for the Edmonton Oilers should be viewed.
1: I knew it was a tale of two seasons for sure, and when you combine those two seasons, ultimately there's a ton of positives. Uh, no question. I think. You know, based on the start that they had and then when they were down, I remember one of your tweets, probably at the midpoint of the season, they were down 13-whatever players at different points, man games lost, key players, Uh, of course, still. Then the coaching change, Dave Tippett instilled some good things, I really feel, as far as professionalism and work habits, detail, some of that stuff for the younger players. And I feel like Jay Woodcroft, somebody I've known since we were kids, know back home playing against each other I think Woody's done a really nice job there he did a nice job in Bakersfield he was a a fresh voice for those guys he knows a lot of those young players a lot of those young players grew under him be it Evan Bouchard Yamamoto Ryan McLeod some of those players they grew under his under his watchful eye and guidance behind the bench Uh, I think coach Manson was excellent as well and they had an awesome finish coming down the stretch awesome and they rolled into the playoffs And quite frankly, they won the Battle of Alberta. And save for the Avalanche, I could say, for me, the Flames were the most consistent team in the West, not named the Avalanche. So uh, all that to say, it's disappointing. It's things you never like getting, you know, you never like getting served up by getting uh, swept, for sure. That's frustrating. But I think all things being equal, if you look at it objectively, it's a really disappointing finish to what was a really good year, and a ton to build on going forward.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a, uh, you know, bottom line, they lost to a better team. Colorado was better. Colorado yeah. was deeper. I don't think Colorado's goaltending in that series was any better. But th- that mm-hmm. said, Mike Smith in the final two games, I mean, he made some big saves in game three when they had the five minute major on the Kane uh, hit. We'll get to Kane in a second. But I want, because, you mm-hmm. know, Kevin, you played the position in goal. It's amazing what Mike Smith did when he did as a 40 year old. Totally. He went. You know, he went nine forty-seven in his final twelve regular season starts. He has a year left in his deal. He mm-hmm. had three injuries during the course of the season that derailed him. Uh, I don't think he can be a guy that starts any more than forty-five games in the regular season for you. I don't know if Stuart Skinner is ready to start forty for Edmonton. I think Skinner is going to be fine. By the way, I think Skinner if Skinner comes in and plays twenty to twenty-five, maybe thirty next year. That's a good start. I think he could become a number one in three or four years but not next year um smith's body language sort of when he's when a goaltender says i got to do some thinking to do in the off season he's got a year left that to me was a pretty interesting uh, the guy's got a family his kids are playing sports his wife was an athlete that was pretty interesting you know what i say you know what i'm saying kevin
1: Yeah, no, very interesting. What Mike Smith has done, we've talked about it on your show numerous times. I've I've been saying it on the airwaves, on every airwave, not you know, ESPN, of course, NHL Network, whatever. Uh, It's just remarkable what Mike Smith has done. I'm not sure if he's listening to the show. A lot of these guys do tune in and listen, as you know, but I can't salute him enough. If you think about it, he came in under Marty Turco in Dallas. He learned a lot through Marty Turco, a lot from Marty Turco. He And the fact that he's still playing. I mean, it's been a while now since Turks has retired. It's been going on 14 years since I've been in TV. So, And Turk and I played against each other. So it's pretty crazy that Mike Smith is still playing and has played up to this point. It's a testament to his skill. It's a testament to how he's taking care of his body, great genetics, some good luck, and just a ton of hard work and persistence, quite frankly. So... I agree, you know, next year, is depending on what the goaltending looks like, is he a 25-game starter guy in the event that he comes back? I'm not sure if he returns, but he certainly earned the right to make that decision, uh, and he's in a real fortunate, earned, fortunate position that he's able to make that decision, you know, I'm sure, with, with family considerations and input in mind. So whatever it's been to this point, I just think it's been really remarkable. And what he was able to do, although it was a disappointing end for the club, and maybe the last couple of games, but what Mike Smith has done to this point is is pretty miraculous, and the fact that he was able to still continue to play and compete at 40 is as a goalie is mind-boggling.
0: All right, I'm gonna put you a little bit on the spot here. Uh, Jerry Johansson represents Alexander Georgiev, or the Sports, the sports yeah. Corporation represents Georgiev. We know how good yeah. Shosturkin is. I don't know how good Georgiev is. I know he got posterized by Connor McDavid back on November the 5th on Kevin Lowe retirement night. Uh right. the Oilers saw Georgiev twice. Um uh, they weren't winning the second game no matter what. That was a game that and put the puck in the glass, you know, fifth or got Edmonton a penalty like 45 seconds in the game and Dave Tippett got really frustrated. Could Alexander yeah. Georgiev in your opinion be a 50 uh a, let's say a 45 to 50 game a year starter in the NHL?
1: Could he be that? I, I certainly think he has the skills to do it you know I've watched him enough here at the garden uh, up close to see that he's, he has game you know I know their goalie coach. Uh, I had him when I was there to me he's the best in the business and, and Benoitaire Benoit Leaire okay. the best. Uh, him and Francois and there's some other great ones as well too but uh, I think Benny body of work going back to his days with the coyotes to what he's done with the Rangers it's just mind-boggling and Georgia being one of them, a guy that you know wasn't drafted that they discovered, that they developed and made him into an everyday NHL goalie. I think he can benefit from more games. If you look at his game tape against the Leafs, typically in his career, he's been money. I saw him put up 50-something against them, uh, 50-something saves at the Garden one night. It was crazy. But I think he has a lot of game in him, for sure. He'll certainly benefit by getting an opportunity to play more. Can he play 45 games? I think so. I I think that's the next step in his progression. And he certainly believes he can. There's people around the Rangers that I speak to that believe he can do it. Here's my bigger thing, though, and this is not nothing against your give because I think he could be a solution, depending on if you're going that 45 or 50 to 32 game split, like you're kind of alluding to. But, I mean, if I'm the oil, and I, I, I've said this about a lot of clubs, I, all my eyes and all my eyes are on John Gibson in Anaheim. And, you know, Gibby's been money since he's come, before he came into the league. U 17 gold, under 18 gold, world junior and then of course men's world championships after his last season in kitchener playing with the men world championships won a bronze so i've he's to me i think he's wasting away in anaheim and that's not an indictment on their team either it's just based on where their organization is now if i was a team that's in and around it like the oil are especially given what they're building and the experience they just had i'd be all in on a guy like john gibson
0: all right so 904 903 904 the last three seasons why? Look at that team. There was points this
1: year where he was, there was points this year when he was 930, 925. Like he carried that team on his back. All-star, three-time all-star, whatever he's been there. And that's with really, you know, a, a team that's been floundering to put it lately, right? I did a lot of their games this year. There were games that they weren't even close in that he just stood on his ears. And then he went down, he had a couple injuries and, Anthony Stolars was excellent for them this year. He played really well. Uh, my buddy Sudsy Maharaj is their goalie coach. He does an awesome job out there. I think that Gibson's just a victim of circumstance. He's been an excellent goalie, and anybody in the league, any other goalie, will tell you. You go ask Jonathan Quick. They face off against each other all the time. You ask Quickie what he thinks. You know, everybody knows how good Gibson is. It's just that he's been on that team for such a long his entire career since coming out of junior in Kitchener. He's been on that club so. It's tough to be a three-time All-Star in any team, even on an elite team. Let alone, let alone on a team like that. So, I uh, he'd be a guy that I'd be all over.
0: All right. So, he's got Kurt Overhart as an agent out of Denver. Mm-hmm. Five years left, six point four million. He's American, and he's got yep. uh, he's got a no movement clause in his deal, if I'm not mistaken. So, would okay. he come here? A no trade clause. Darren not a it. no movement. He's got a He's okay. got a no trade Darren clause. lies
1: the question if i'm connor or leon
0: <laughs> get on the horn all right i'm like gonna spit it back crisis. i'm gonna spit it back on you why don't you get on the horn right. you are, you know john gibson so i mean i don't give you well i don't give i, I you love well, him. but we're gonna have, i love gonna him. tell mr cates to give me a little
1: finder's fee or something <laughs> you know what i mean stuff <laughs> you, you assume i talked you assume fee. i
0: talked to mr cates i would never make that assumption <laughs> Uh,
1: uh, but, no, and listen, I just, I'll just i put it this way. Like, I know he loves living in Anaheim. They've got some young kids. He loves playing there. But John Gibson's a competitor, and I'm not speaking on his behalf. I'm just letting you know, and knowing him, he's a competitor. And yeah. you're not getting any younger, right? Like, you come in the league young, you're a stud. You come in, you've had individual success. As I mentioned, you played internationally. You're multi-all-star. All these things are good. But at some point, I just see a fit when I look, as I say, if I'm looking at the Oils team and I look at Leon, Connor, all right, you look back there, Darnell, okay, you look back, Evan Bouchard, like we're looking for the guy. And Smitty's been excellent, as I said, in his role. And in spite of his age, he's been excellent in his role. But you're looking for a guy that's with that group. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, you're, if you're the Rangers, Canarian, cool. Zibanejad, cool. Uh, Kreider, cool. Floxie. And then you look in the net, you got your Chesterkin. Same thing for Tampa. So,
0: uh, I, just uh, I mean, I'll, mean, you're, you're just getting people excited nice there, man. Yeah, the only thing <laughs> I wonder about is just <laughs> what happened with the SVP. I trust your assessment. You did more Anaheim games than I did. The Oilers walloped them in all three games that they played them in this year. Um, I think they put up six in one game and seven in another. Um, sure. And it can be disheartening. There's a new general manager there. He's got five years left at six point four. They would have to take yep. back some money in the trade. There's no question. I think he would require, last year at this time I was saying it was four or five assets for him. That's how good the guy is. But I know this. If the Edmonton Oilers got John Gibson in goal in the offseason, when the books came out with the preseason prognostications and picks, if they had John Gibson and they hadn't moved, you know, McDavid, Dreisettle, Nugent, Hopkins, Hyman, those four up front, they hadn't moved Nurson and, and Bouchard on the back end or a Broberg, I'm here to and, tell you right now that the Oilers would be the favorite in the Pacific Division. There's no question; they would yeah, be the Yeah, like and,
1: and here's the thing: Rupper said it last night. We were on his that hockey, the Pat McAfee, uh, Pat McAfee's hockey show, the that hockey show with with Rupper yesterday, and Rupper was saying, and he was asking rhetorically, like, "If you don't have a tender, if you don't have a attendee, where's your team going?" And you know, there's a lot of people that are, oh, "I would never take a go in the first round." Really? Like, I mean, oh, really? Like if your team has a tender, you have no worries. And by the way, stuff too, you look at, you look at Edmonton. Here's one thing you and I have talked about offline and you've been talking about online, the business dynamics in Edmonton have changed. Okay. Like the new one of the best buildings in sports, you have an amazing setup. You revitalizing the downtown core, the business proposition, you know, the fans are always awesome, but the business proposition different. And if the oil can go, they just went on a nice run. If they go on a deeper run, think of the economics
0: for well, that team. I mean, they're just in fairness, Kevin. In fairness, because of Canadian COVID rules, the owners are just trying to catch up right now from two years of losing big money. So understood, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? I'm if, with if you're you. My for-
1: forecasting, right?
0: If, like, if if you have Gibson, I would state if you had Gibson and he returned to being a nine fifteen plus goaltender. You're probably thinking every year you're a stone cold mortal lock, assuming Connor Leon and Darnell are here, that you're you're yeah. top eight, you're a top eight team all day if you get Gibson. I I agree. I just all day. I don't all day. All, all right, day. What?
1: And you, you line you... up differently too, right? You line up differently knowing all that right. you have that behind you, just as way just as they felt when Smitty was on a day game, right? Go ahead, though. Sorry. Right. go ahead.
0: Yeah, and and I, I got to do this because I saw it out on Twitter earlier today. You were speaking about was Evander King? King. He killed it here, okay. man. He killed it. Okay. He did it. And I I said that I think Dan Milstein, you know, if I'm if I'm and I almost went in this route, you know that, 20 years ago, uh had an yeah. opportunity to to go to work for somebody. If I was involved in an agency, yeah. I would recommend going to market for Evander King and waiting to see what's out there, which does not mean you don't ultimately end up signing in Edmonton. You tell me what you think he gets. I'm going to give you uh, a, a term length. Four years, how much does Evander Kane get in the open market on a four-year deal?
1: Open market? Open market has an eight on it, I
0: think. Eight? <laughs> open market.
1: That's my thought. Yeah. Wow. And if, it, if it's the oil, it's, it's sub that. I said last night with Rupper. I think maybe it's seven, maybe it's six. Is it a three-year? Is it a two-year? I don't know. But here's what I do know. Right. Let's look at it from the oil perspective. How good was Billy Garrett in Edmonton? He was pretty good. With me, he was right? pretty good. How good? How good was Jason Arnott in Edmonton? Good player, pretty right? Good. Pretty good. Okay. How? How good? How good was Glenn Anderson? Like I'm thinking of some of the power forwards that they've had over the years. And of yeah. course, how good was Mess? Like, obviously different stratosphere. But my point is, any time, and I'll say this again, even Raffy Torres. Was really good for Dale in their run to the cup final that year. Anytime the oil have gone deep in their history, you've had a power forward that has an it factor that could turn, punch somebody's lights out, get in on the forecheck, skate like the wind, and score goals. That's exactly what the team needed. And by the way, it's exactly what the team needs. And by the way, you have some of that, not as much toughness in terms of fighting in Zach Hyman. But having those two guys if they're able to resign evander kane i think that money and i'm not using that as a whatever just it's money and aces for the oil and i'm going to tell you why you're going into colorado again ranting and big boys right yeah you know the way landis god plays you just yep. saw the way mckinnon plays their big boys don't play small you're back in the battle of alberta You've got Evander Kane. He almost had a 50-game pace, 50-goal pace, 45 in the regular season in half a year. He still leads the Stanley Cup playoffs in goals scored. He's clearly a fit. He loves playing with Connor. Connor loved playing with him. He loved playing at Edmonton. I mean, at some point, like, I don't know. (laughs) If he does get the market, I think a lot of teams that missed out, that I've spoken to, that missed out on him, will be frosty and thirsty to try to get him but i'm just telling you as far as the fit, edmonton fits him right now he fits them i think he
0: was great i think he was great for the oil he was great he, was, he, did, he played great yeah, I don't know. he's exactly what he's they awesome. needed he brought game i mean and he brought the gamesmanship they they didn't have and the only thing yeah. i'd say is he's going to be able to pick and choose where he goes okay and so no question no my question my de, my default position is if i can't get him done the guy I'm looking yeah. to, because I think I think things have changed in Montreal, so the guy I'm looking yeah. to, and he's not Josh as good Anderson. as Kane, is Josh Anderson.
1: Josh Anderson? I've, I've always been a Josh Anderson guy. Yeah. My only thing with Josh Anderson, and this is going back to when he was in London in the O, I've always been a Josh Anderson guy. My only thing is, Josh Anderson is a guy you got to tweak sometimes. You know sometimes the big boys, you got to tweak them every once in a while. Yeah. Not Rick Tockett's day, not... You know, the guys we were talking about before, but this generation of big boys, sometimes you got to tweak them, the power forwards. You got to give them a little jolt. But that's why I tell you, that's why I love Tom Wilson. That's why I love him. You don't have to tweak Tom Wilson. And you don't tweak Evander King. And you don't have to tweak (laughs) Evander King. But but again, not for anything. I've always been bullish on, on Josh Anderson. I told the Columbus people that. Um, but every once in a while, you need to kind of shock him a little bit ju- to jumpstart him. But if he wanted to be soft, he can be, on a nightly basis, one of the most impactful guys on ice. You remember when Jamie Benn was on his A-game? yeah, And he was at his height in Dallas? That's what And, Anderson and Josh Anderson fought Jamie Benn and did very well against Jamie Benn when Jamie Benn was really at the height of his game. And I was like, whoa. So he'd be a good viable option in the event that Kane can't re- get redone there, but... I see, I've heard from some people, they're like, oh, why would we pay him, why would we pay him? Are you high? <laughs> were, you watch, were you watching, you better stay out of the CBD store. Like, are you watching the same NHL that I'm watching? Because I, 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 every night, and just talking to different guys and coaches around the league, they're like, we see, I wish we had him on our team right now, the way he's playing at Edmonton. He's we, on his see, best behavior. <laughs> we, Whatever. Anyway, we, we go got to
0: get... Hey, I love it, man. We got to get rolling here. I got to hit the break. Uh, great stuff. Thanks for go joining ahead. us. We'll, we'll touch base next Anytime, week. Buddy. All right. There we go. Yeah, man. From Thanks the, to the fans out there in Alberta, take care. There, Later. there you go. Kevin was bringing it today. John Gibson, and yeah, he's all over Kane. Kevin Weeks for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction, service, electrical prefabrication, solar. We'll duck out for two minutes. Come back for a minute. You're listening to orders now. Old school Herm. He's an old school guardian, says Bob. The same issues are the things the Oilers need to address: team toughness and goaltending. Once they fix the, uh, uh, once they fix those, they are not going to win unless they fix those. The Oilers won the Stanley Cup when they beat the Flames. That was their benchmark for the season. So he's saying they got to add goaltending, they got to add toughness. And I certainly think they need to add toughness in their bottom six, uh, change a dynamic or two around. Uh, we will tell you that Japanese Village is open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Featuring Japanese A5 Wagyu. visit JVEdmonton.ca. And the orders now injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. James H. Brown, and uh, we heard it yesterday, uh, lower body uh injury for leon dry we all knew that high ankle sprain uh and that was the injury of course darnell nurse ended up having a torn hip flexor off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell and when we come back nick caprios out of sportsnet in toronto oilers now with bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on oilers radio 6 30 chad